Jesus Christ. Welcome to the morning edition. What, what, what did you just do? Like a sound effect of a horror movie? No, I did sound effects of... Just the movie. The Not movie horror. that we watched. You don't think this was a horror movie? Are you kidding me? Is that a horror movie? Yeah, guy. It's a horror movie with a government... Exp- cover oh, up no twist. and you said that green room is not a horror movie and you're calling that a horror movie this is not a horror movie this was a what hitchcockian movie no it's not yeah what do you mean no, no it's not no. have you ever watched what, what hitchcock movies have you seen <laughs> i watched a few which ones well again to test my uh, my intelligence <laughs> yeah you just said you yeah, watched a few that. hitchcock's movie it's an yes, intelligence I test the, i watched psycho and i watched the the birds and i watched the uh, rare window okay is, is it enough for you that's all you have to oh, say okay was rare window a horror movie bow while i'm doing that was re- bow yeah no curtsy a curtsy that's what a girl would do bow Okay, hey, we're recording during the day, but we're fighting like it's at night. This is Yale Matt recap stuff. Recap fights. Yeah. yeah. We're going to recap all the arguments that she starts for the podcast next time. Every November, we're going to re-listen to one of our October podcasts. And, uh, no, Matt is pretty annoying because he doesn't do anything besides watching the movies and picking not horror movies. <laughs> Okay, this is a a Brian De Palma film. He did Carrie. He did uh, all sorts of creepy movies. And this is about uh, a person who does sound effects for horror movies. That's the only thing. No, there's a murderer that is off the rails who gets off on killing women. I wasn't one. He kills women. He stabs the shape of the Liberty Bell in their stomachs after strangling them. That's kind of a horror thing, don't you think? The movie we watched was Blowout. It's from 1981. stars John Travolta, Dennis Franz, Nancy Allen, and John Lithgow. Pretty all-star studded cast. I liked it. I liked hey, that the we, movie. Was okay. I, I like didn't say I didn't like the movie, but it's not a horror movie. All right, it's, it's a n- movie to recap in November. It's not a slasher movie, but it's a movie about a. It's not a scary movie. A killer. Eh, what do you mean? It's not a scary movie. There's tension when she. It, it's amazing. It's um, it's amazing that you're thinking that this is a horror movie, but Green Room is not a horror movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> be amazed. Be amazed. All right, people of the world, please, please help me here. Help me. All right. Well, you what do you want to do? Say, oh, Slasher you movie right. October. What? All right, you were right. Thank you. Slasher movie October. Is that what you want? No, I want scary movies. This was scary. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know. Oh my god! Gonna get yeah, but I didn't these know what's gonna happen the first people. time that I watched Snow White. It doesn't make it a horror movie, even though the the evil queen wanted her dead. All right, it well, wasn't scary. Snow White is not on my list. I'm glad. Yeah. Sleeping Beauty is right. Right. Uh, Sleeping Beauty is definitely on my list. As soon as the Disney Plus app, we're sponsored by the Disney Plus app. Subscribe now. You can bundle it with Hulu and ESPN Plus for only fourteen ninety nine a month if you sign up now at yellowmatrecap slash disneyplus.com.
They're gonna make you pay more. If you will do that. <laughs> but donations are very nice. Okay, oh, so Matt didn't want us so, to write yeah. any notes, so... Yeah, I didn't want to make a description of everything that was going on. I wanted to... We talked about it in the last episode. Just to watch a movie, experience it, react uh, to it. Almost watched it all the way through. You did stop to pee in the middle. But uh, it's my fault, because I made you coffee. Like a good person in the morning. Yes, and we're still recording this technically before noon. So, all right. So, judged by the cover, before I had no idea what the movie about, so I was very excited. I said, John Travolta, and I actually drew here, what is it? Like a, a, an emoji, emoji with, with sunglasses on? No, it's hearts in his eyes. <laughs> because I like John Travolta in the 80s. And it says, he looks like a vampire. I'm not sure I'd watch it, though. The cover is just John Travolta screaming. Yeah, he looks like a vampire, though. Like he's... Yeah, he doesn't have fangs. doesn't have a... I mean... He looks like a vampire to me. You look like a vampire. Not to you, John Travolta. Can't you see? Body counts. Wait, you didn't ask me to judge by the cover. Ah, judge by the cover. I said it looks like John Travolta live at the Fillmore East. Also, Bat Boy's dead. Did you ever see Bat Boy in the National Enquirer? Uh-uh. Well, let me show you. Everybody who is listening to this most likely has seen Bat Boy. I don't know. This guy looks like a vampire. Yes, because it's a bat, and vampires are associated with bats. So you see, so I said that he looks like a vampire. Okay. I was right for. Hey, I'm not. Oh. Hey, I'm not criticizing your reaction. You can't be right for a reaction. This is just what you thought that the cover looked body like. Body count. Uh, my body count was two. Ooh, I said four. I was right. You were right. closest. No. What? It was six. How six? <laughs> What? what? No, there How were four. six? There were six people who were killed in the movie. The politician gets killed in the beginning. Yeah. The girl that he thinks is the girl yeah. gets killed. Another girl gets killed. John Lithgow gets killed. Who's John Lithgow? Burke. He was the strangler. Who's the what? Oh, okay. So five. No. And then the girl gets killed. There's final victim. Nancy Allen, I'm just, uh, and then the cop gets killed in the uh, the flashback when he was talking about how John Travolta was the gave him a wire. Okay, so I was. So that's six. I was still, yeah. You were closest. So the word the word right is incorrect. First kill. Um, I said forty three minutes. I was right. I said two minutes. Okay, well you you were closest. Stop saying right. 1306 was the first kill. If there was a, but there was a, there was a simulated kill on screen from a horror movie that was less than a minute in. Yeah, I know. The movie is I love the way that the movie begins because it it starts like one of the movies that we watched last year, the the Prowler, where there's someone outside like a dormitory. I don't know. I like God told me to, but um. Someone outside of a dormitory. I'm going to show you the first episode, and I'm asking you what was your favorite movie from last year you said The Prowler. All right, well, so the the point of view of someone outside a sorority house where 
There's a lot of uh, sexual things going on. That's the one who watches horror movies. And then one typical goody two-shoes girl trying to study for an exam. And this girl's having a dance party. Another girl is having sex on the floor. And then they go inside and there's girls coming out of the shower. And a girl just masturbating alone in a room. And uh, you see a police, a police officer get stabbed. But then we see, we pull back, and it's the movie. And they're trying to... Uh, get the sound right for it although there's a girl who's about to be murdered in the shower who has a terrible scream and, yeah. and that's what uh, one of the big problems of the movie is uh, the movie that they're watching and John Travolta as a sound guy is supposed to try to fix it the director is also very critical of his wind sounds and tells him uh, John, uh, John Travolta's character tells him to Jack is his name that that's just the sound library. He says, well, go get me some new sounds. So he does. So he goes out with his microphone and he starts recording nighttime sounds. The wind. And then he hears a couple getting a little frisky. And then they notice that he's creepily looking at them, pointing a magic wand. And they leave. Cool owl. An owl shot. And then... uh and then the inciting incidents for all you screenplay students out there. Huh? Screenplay yeah. students? So what happened after that? So you... Well, what are you texting? What are you no, Googling? No, I was looking for something. What are you looking for? For the logline of the movie. Okay. So he hears a bang... And then screeching tires, and he sees a car drive through the guardrail and into a creek. He says, Jesus Christ! And he runs over and runs down the, the bridge and jumps in and swims underwater. And he sees a girl in the back seat. And he seat. still didn't take his shirt off! Can you I was believe very that? disappointed. That yeah. Movie. Well, he swims in the water, sees a girl in the back seat, and he's trying to open the door, won't open. Then he sees a guy in the front seat bleeding and uh, and presumed dead. He's not screaming and asking for help like the girl is. So he swims down to the bottom of the creek, gets a large rock, smashes the window, and pulls her now unconscious body out and uh, saves her then we cut to the hospital and he's in there smoking cigarettes in the hospital nothing un unusual about that 1980s so uh, he's gonna get discharged he's asking about the girl and goes in to see her she's sedated and very confused trying to get up and leave and he's talking to her asks her if he can buy her a drink and, so, and she wants to leave now and he says look you gotta lay down and then yeah then a police officer talks to him this by the way this okay. is a, a good log line log line to the movie all right this is a the imdb sound. moment with yael gavish a movie sound record is you can say my name still i said yael gavish okay a movie sound record i'm gonna put it back and re-listen it to it i'm very re-listen it by, to it re-listen to it I'm very influenced by John Travolta. Okay. Uh, a movie sound recordist 
uh, accidentally records the evidence that proof proves that a car accident was actually murder and consequently find himself in danger. That's a logline. Okay, that's like a little summary. Yeah. It's yeah, not that, a line. That's a it's line. not a line. That's a very good logline, by it's the way. It's not a line. It's a logline. It's multiple lines. What? A line is one sentence. It's one sentence. You don't have even not commas in it. It's like, a not long commas. sentence. Matt, this is a logline. Oh, my God. Please oh, my help God. Me with you. Oh, help me. it's welcome to logline time. And then it, may, it tells me that I'm arguing. You are arguing. I'm trying to teach you, and you no, don't I'm trying understand to teach what I'm you. saying. I paid so far $2,400 to Emerson <laughs> that they will teach you what a logline is. Okay. How much did you pay to Emerson? Mm, you, from your money that I you worked money. for. Oh, you did? Yeah. Your dad didn't thrift. You went to Emerson too. too, but for like paid money, stuff. scholarships, student loans, and all that shit. Did you? Yeah. I never went to study. It was my first thing. My first time. Yep. And now you're majoring in podcasting. <laughs> about horror but without watching horror right. films i'm not qualified to watch horror films. okay what okay you're not qualified to pick horror films <laughs> all right <laughs> whatever you want i mean this is 31 days i guess we're uh these are movies that i thought huh? were, i'm picking movies that i've never seen based on they were in the horror section on Amazon Prime. So talk to Jeffrey Bezos about this. All right, I'm going to send him an email. Please yeah. watch the movies before you put them in the in the, this category. Yeah, he seems like a busy guy. He's delivered packages to people on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of, lot of effort. Did you know no, Tarantino probably. cast John Travolta in Pulp Fiction because he liked his performance in this movie so much? Yeah. Ooh. I go. didn't write facts. Okay. That's so fine. Just, yeah. Okay, keep So you just tell recapping. me these things. All right. So he's in the hospital and then he's about to leave. Almost done with his cigarette and uh he starts getting this his sta- he's giving a statement to a police officer who is being very difficult to him and is is uh not listening to him and arguing with him. It's almost like they have a podcast together. And then just a ton of cops go in, and then a, a big fancy-looking politician guy he's, uh, takes him to another room and tells him to just try to forget about everything that he saw. Forget about the girl that was in there. The person that died in the, in the wreck was the, the man who is the governor. He was running for president, and... His name is uh, the sheet from Insidious. No. Where's my notes? You said no notes. I know, but I didn't take notes. I wrote a list of character names. And uh, Governor McRyan. So Governor, Governor McRyan died, and it would be very bad for his family if he died with his hand up some playmate's skirt. It's the, some sort of the terminology that they give. And he says, what about the police report? That's all I've been taken care of. I just need you to forget what you've seen, man. He, no, no offer of a payoff. Very 80s. Just help a guy out. Omerta, code of silence. 
And so he agrees to it, but something's bothering him about the situation, and and he can't concentrate. He goes home, and he starts listening to his... uh, Actually, no, he doesn't go home, because he goes to uh, get the girl, and and then they take off, because they're trying to avoid this whole shitstorm. So fuck all hospital protocols about keeping her... For observation after being in a car accident that resulted in her being underwater and unconscious. They're just going to go out. He takes this heavily sedated woman out the back door as arranged by the assistant to Governor McRyan. And they get in his Jeep and uh, he wants to bring her home. But she's worried that there's going to be all these reporters there. She doesn't know that this is a, a vast cover up yet. They don't go to his house, so they go to a motel. He tucks her into bed, and then he stays up listening to the recording, trying to make sense of it. Was it a gunshot? What was that sound? Was it the sound of the tire popping? And then it cuts to other scenes, and you see a mysterious figure taking a tire, bringing it into the auto shop, or the evidence garage, where the car is and replacing the shot-out tire with a new one. So you know that there is a bit of conspiracy afoot. Now, I left out one detail. You want to tell what that detail is? After the accident, before he doesn't take off his shirt and jump in? Something that you notice because ah, you're always looking at the background. And he ran. It wasn't somebody with him. Like somebody... Yeah, when he jumped, there was somebody standing next to him. It was by the bridge. He wasn't with him. He was alone. He was standing right next to him. No. He was by the bridge. Gentle to run past him because he didn't see him because he was lurking in the shadows. So this is other person of interest. Okay. What are you looking at now? My Facebook? No, I'm kidding. No, more fun facts. So Brian De Palma was married to Nancy Ellen when they did the movie. Oh. I'm wondering how she got the role. She was uh, good. She was auditioned. Yeah, she probably had sex with him for that. Well, he wrote and directed the movie. He can. Okay. He could cast it. They were already married. Who cares? So he, she, she married him to be him. in the movie. Maybe. When I'm gonna write a script, I'm gonna produce it. I don't know. Maybe I'll let you do a role. Only if you're going to have sex with me. Okay, maybe I'll be the song guy. Who are you going to have sex with for that? Who hires the song guy? <laughs> you. Yes. Now go masturbate in the room, please. I'll go masturbate alone in a room. <laughs> like a college party is going on. <laughs> yeah. So that's... Uh, the person of interest is revealed the next day when he, when Jack turns on the news and he sees that someone was out there taking photographs. And the story is mostly about them selling those photographs for big money to whatever, a generic version of Newsweek magazine or something that comes out the next day. It says, and then he walks past the newsstands. Uh, see, Governor McRyan's death. Governor Ryan's death pictures, get them here. Extra, extra. And so he buys them, and he takes them home, and 
he cuts out the pictures and shoots them for filming, gets the film made, and syncs it up to the uh, audio that he recorded, to, and then just goes through it with a fine piece comb or fine tooth comb, and and s- finally he sees a little flash in the bushes from what would have been a gunshot, and his suspicions are confirmed that that shot happened, and that the uh, governor was targeted. His tires shot out before he went into the creek and died. And he tells this to the girl who wakes up, and she is not sedated. She's very bubbly. A bit of a bimbo. She's stupid. Uh, she's just a... a like, bim- very dumb. Like a very air, dumb. airheaded girl kind of maybe like a stereotype like you don't think that she would be dead at the end of the movie if she wouldn't be so stupid I don't think intelligence has to do with oh, killability yes it is they were walking there and she's like I love him and hey where are we going let's go that way sure I mean she was deceived we're jumping and ahead. it's been like an entire day because when they met it was daylight when she got killed it was really late already and very dark outside so they spent an entire evening together yeah oh, she had a necklace on after surviving that was a rabbit's foot which is a symbol of good luck what she had a rabbit's foot necklace on what is rabbit's foot necklace a, a rabbit's foot cut off to make a necklace is a good luck charm why would they do that it's bad luck for the rabbit yeah well rabbits are not the targeted demographic being rabbit's sold foot. rabbit's foot necklaces yeah look look up why a rabbit's foot is good luck i don't know rabbits get laid a lot maybe that's why but oh my god this is terrible that's what she had Hey, they were big in the 80s. I had a rabbit's foot necklace. Did you? I also had pet rabbits. How do you think I got the necklace? Who? What? Who? What? What? I said I had a rabbit's foot necklace when I was a kid, and I also had pet rabbits. How do you think I got the necklace? What's pet rabbits? Oh, well, a pet is an animal. Oh, pet. That you would have that lives in your house. Okay. And a rabbit... Is this is terrible. Animal. And this thing is really bad. I don't want to... Are you just Googling images of it, which yes. is not good for a podcast? Or you it's terrible. Look up why rabbit's foot necklaces are why? good luck charms. That's what people pay to hear. Uh, they're not paying. A rabbit's foot is still considered... It's still considered a token of good luck because it reminds... It's honor to be courageous in adverse situations. Courageous. Courageous. You nailed the adverse part, though. Terrible. 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 Yeah. So, uh, and she does have good luck for a period of time because when uh, she leaves, she goes about her daily business. Jack leaves the day. They promise to have a drink later. She's going to be at her girlfriend's house. Jack can call her. She's in the book. Back then there was a thing called phone books, and you would find people's numbers by looking them up by the last name. 
And she's being followed by this guy, Burke, this mysterious figure, who is the man who changed out the tires, so presumably is a part of this vast cover-up in the death of Governor McRyan. And then Lucky, uh, Nancy Allen, lucky lucky for her, she has frizzy 80s hair and a loud fur coat. Don't know what animal. Someone else has those that very same hairstyle and uh and this guy burke follows her takes her away strangles her they fall down a hill together and then he begins stabbing her in the stomach and we don't see what he's the pattern that he's stabbing but we learn from news reports later Stabbed in the shape of the Liberty Bell. And this movie takes place in Philadelphia. I thought it was New York at first. It's Philadelphia. And it's on the... uh, Around Liberty Day. They're celebrating the Liberty Bell. Philadelphia is real big on that. And... uh, He calls the campaign manager or something for Governor McRyan. And tells him that uh, he is tying up the loose ends... He killed her and made it look like what's been going on is a series of sex crimes that are happening in the area. He doesn't realize he fucked up yet, but the guy that he's talking to doesn't want anything to do with this. He's trying to distance himself from it, disavow it. He's afraid that he doesn't want to be tied back to this. And so he says, I've never seen you. Don't call me again. And they hang up. What are you doing? Thinking. Okay. Well, the next movies. Okay. So this is just me. No, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't take make notes almost, so I don't have anything. Okay. Well, I mean, were there aspects of the movie that that you liked or things that stuck out yes, to you John of Travolta interest? Yes, is so handsome. That's what I wrote. Yeah, but there's more lines than that. It's important. Okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't a heart have throb, any yes. interest in the movie. I was just waiting the entire movie for him to take his take off his shirt. Um, the frog didn't sound like a frog to me. Okay. He records. That's when he's uh, recording like, before the accident. Like, no, it's more like... It's bullfrog. It didn't say bud, wise, Bra-ba. or er. Yes. Bra-ba. Yeah. Uh, he smokes in a hospital. The police officer is so stupid <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. And then after that, there was another police officer who was very stupid. He was more antagonistic. Yeah. They both were like, very, it's, it's not antagonistic. It was like stupid stupidity. Yeah. The, the second police officer wasn't really What do you think? What do you think? No, that stupid thing that you're bringing to me, like this tape. He even didn't watch the tape. He already blamed him that he's stupid. Well, because the tape was blank. No, after that, before he watched the tape, when he went there. Yeah. Mm. And then another note, take your shirt off, John. <laughs> and and then I was thinking that the girl had like a big part in the murder of the governor. All right, so we we learn after the... Uh, that's, it, that's the only thing that wrote it. After the skeezy photographer guy is making money... We learn that he was in cahoots with the girl. 
they they didn't intend the car to get shot out and drive into the creek, but they had staged it so he got caught in bed with her, and he got caught in bed with other politicians that the guy, uh, what's his name? Manny, Manny Carp would take photos of them and catch them and use them for blackmail. And he was also a bridal photographer. He worked in a bride shop called Blue Brides, which was the third (laughs) of three bride shops in a row on one stretch of land in downtown Philly, which kind of reminded me of Piano Row in Boston. There used to be about 13 different piano shops there. The the equivalent of that for brides to shop around. Three bride shops in a row. No, so many of it's the street of uh, of hairdressers, and then you have just like I think probably around fifty hairdressers in one street. Really, and all Florentine, all my neighborhood. It's like you have a street that it's only like uh, like lamps and like light light shops. And then you have one street that it's only uh, repair shops. Which I don't know why is it good for like businesses. Lamp repair shops? No, or... like light lights shops. And then one street is only like repair shop, like I don't know, like Ace and stuff. But like local places, not like a big yeah. brand. And one store it's like furnitures. Once one street like Herzl, it's like mostly like couches. Herzl Street? Yeah. Herzl. Herzl, yeah. It's a viral video from from Israel. Ago. Um, no, so we we learned that they they got together and, and he's scheming her. He's trying to get this six thousand dollars from the news magazines. He tells her that it's three thousand dollars, so he can Beach. keep more of the money. And then, uh, so Jack that's, that's finds why we out about that. Trust you, men. <laughs> so Jack finds out about that, and because he goes to the bridal shop to to talk to the guy because he needs to get the original film right now. He just has the stills of it. He wants to get the original film to sync up to the sound and to show people that this is what's happened because what he created by taking the pictures out and just filming them is a rough draft. I mean, it's a creation from stills, so it could be manipulated. It could be considered to be doctored footage. So it's not uh, as believable. It's not hard evidence, but if you had the actual film of it happening, then you get somewhere. So he s- goes to the bridal shop, and there's a cop waiting there. I have there. a question. Yeah. We didn't say bleak ending. I said we didn't keep going. Nudity and sex. What did you say? Oh, I said yes. Me too. Bleak All ending. Right, this is our workshop that we do. We guess if there's nudity and sex, bleak ending, animal death, and then we guess the log line. What did you say about the bleak ending? Uh, I said no. Me too. But we Which were both wrong. Good. Okay. I I still don't. I'm not good with the bleak ending. Uh, animal death. I said no. Me too. Okay, we were both right. We were both wrong. That rabbit. <laughs> the rabbit was and killed fair. a year ago. Yeah. Uh, guess my guest log line is: if it's too loud, you're dead. So you knew what's the the music? What's the? Movie? I knew that he was an audio engineer. I have no idea what's going on That's in it. any of the movies. I picked them because blow, also blowout like blown out speakers. So okay, I don't know. And there's a <laughs> cheesy sticker from the '90s. If it's too loud, you're too old. So huh? that was a playoff on that. 
if it's too loud, you're dead. So he finds out that she was in on this conspiracy, and he sees pictures of her tits, which he uh, is very complimentary of. And he confronts her about that, and she doesn't. She's not too happy about it, and they argue. And uh, meanwhile, he's distracted from work. He's been obsessing about this this whole thing. He's in and out of the film office. And uh, getting yelled at by the director because he's still trying to find that perfect scream. He has two girls in a recording booth trying to match the scream. It's not going good. And uh, maybe the funniest part is that one of them is screaming and the other one is pulling her hair. And it's still not good enough. And so So he does. Yeah. It doesn't like, can you change? You have to switch. You're going to (laughs) scream. Yeah, and it's still not good. And then he gets approached by this guy, Frank Donahue. I don't know if that's a little salute to Phil Donahue, who is a TV talk show host slash reporter, uh, who, who, you know, from his sources inside the police department, he finds out that this guy, Jack, he knows something. So he needs to get that to him, and they'll put him on TV, and he could expose this conspiracy and... The truth will be out there. Uh, Jack is hesitant. He doesn't know what to believe. He doesn't really trust the guy, but he thinks more about it. And he, he thinks, well, if I need, I need to get this original film. So he talks to uh, Nancy Allen again. I, keep, I don't remember her name. Was well, Sally. Sally. He talks to Sally again about trying to talk to Manny and get the get the tape. So she agrees to do that. To, to help this out, goes over to Manny's house, played by Dennis Franz, who's great, rest in peace. And he's, he's just a total slob, opportunist. He's got stains all over his wife beater. He's drinking JB from the bottle and uh, tries to get her to go away to Atlantic City with him. She's a little skeezed out by it. And then uh, she says, I need a drink. She says, take the bottle. And then he starts forcing himself on her. And she takes the bottle and smashes it over his head. And the bottle was empty because there's no liquid that pours out. Film school nitpick. Oh, yeah. And so he's passed out. So she takes the the film back to Jack. And he's very excited. They cue it all up. And then... Uh, they're in business. So he calls the newsman. Since you said, like, and I think I have allergies and I don't feel very well, but I was very concentrated now in something really dumb. You said JB from the bottle. And I didn't <laughs> Jenny from the block. Yes. The song. He was drinking liquid. I'm still, I'm still JB from the bottle. No, no. <laughs> she never says JB in the song. I know. It's Jenny. He from drinks the J from the B. This I don't think JB the B and JB stands for Jack Daniels. JB, it's not Jack Daniels. I know. Jimmy Walker Black. What? Jimmy Walker Black. Who's Jimmy Walker? <laughs> I think it's Jimmy Walker. No, there's JB and there's J- Johnny Walker. It's not. All right. Johnny Walker. JB Black. whiskey. It's, it's a whiskey. Yeah. It's the name of a whiskey. Like Jack Daniels, like yeah, I know. Johnny from the block, <laughs> Johnny from the Walker. 
Never mind, it was a dumb thing that got stuck in my J head. J and B, whiskey. I know, J, J and B. But you say J, J, B. Yeah, J and B, J I, and B. What does J and B stand for? Glad you asked. For J Sa- from the block. <laughs> no, it's for the names Justerini, an Italian who had followed his heart to London and subsequently became a wine and liquor merchant, and Brooks, who purchased, who purchased the business a few generations later. Uh... <laughs> It came out just after the end of Prohibition, so it's always been legal. J&B. Scumbags drink it when blackmailing politicians and trying to make money on news TV shows. So she smashes that over his head, takes the thing, they sink it up. He makes a call to Frank Donahue. There's also Jim Beam. Yes, but this was J&B. That's I know, but why, why do they always use the J? I don't know. Like Johnny Walker, Jack Daniels, Jim Beam. JB. JB. Blow job. No. No. It's a type of drink. <laughs> Jenny but I don't from think, the block. I don't think you can buy it from a bottle. J&B. Why do you keep quoting Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> because it's J and B. Jenny from the block. No. There's I'm no end. I'm still. What's going on? There's construction Jenny people outside. Construction people outside. And I hate them. Hey, well, if if, the do, you hate them falling, beca- do you hate them because footage, Burke, footage, footage. Burke positioned himself as a construction worker and he also erased all of Jack's Jennifer tapes, except for the one that he had hidden in his ceiling. He erased all his sound effects library, devastating his local business, and then also don't, deleted the one that he was given to the unhelpful police officer that you already talked a little bit about. And uh, so he's waiting for this guy to call him back, Frank Donahue, to figure out the TV thing. But his phone has been tapped and Burke is responsible for it. So he blocks calls from going in. He can't call out. He records the conversation and then calls up Sally, posing as Frank Donahue. Says they want to meet. Wants her to bring the tape to him, and uh, she stops at Jack's. Tells her, tells him that's him. what. Boy. Tells Jack what he wants to do. He seems a little hesitant, but he says, "All right, you know what? We're gonna wire you, and I'll give you a copy. I'm making a copy of it, and then uh, we'll figure something out." And uh, he only makes her a copy of the audio because he doesn't have enough time to copy the video. So he gives her the original film and uh now this is something that we i had skipped over but we'd flash back to earlier when jack and sally were getting to look to know each other he talked about how he worked for the police but he wasn't a cop he was the sound man who was wiring an undercover cop and it went bad because the guy got nervous and his wire was malfunctioning so he took it off in a in the bathroom and the guy he was attempting to record and in trap or found out and killed him. He hanged him in the bathroom with the wire. So he, uh, Jack's a little scarred from that. So he's very careful to get the wire in and he's listening for the car and she gets taken away. Like the guy's like, well, we got, I think we're being followed. We got to walk. This is Jack. I mean, excuse me. This is Burke posing as Frank Donahue. Um, while he's waiting for her, he kills a prostitute in the bathroom, 
Like a serial killer in a movie. But he would. kills only girls that look just like her. She didn't look just like her. Yes, she she did. didn't look that similar to her at all. You just think that all white girls from the 80s look alike. It, it looked nothing like her. She wouldn't just go to this place and start soliciting a prostitute. Like, soliciting like a prostitute she for a sailor like to be blown in a phone booth, which is what she does. It's okay. She and, still looks like her. No. And uh, does not look like her. So they go off and they take the subway. And Jack is relying on his, his headphones. He's listening to where they're going. He's trying to figure out clues to what subway line they're on. And he figures it out, but just as the train is leaving the station. So then he runs and gets in his Jeep and goes on a ridiculous chase trying to catch up to where the subway train is. But there's roads closed off. They're in the middle of this Liberty Day Jubilee. He's riding through parades. He's knocking over horses or scaring them so they knock over. People are jumping out of the way. Uh, it, it was a fun scene. A lot, of sh- a lot of hijinks. She looks like her. Yes. And uh, But good. You found the, the picture pretty good. I know. They I'm both are white and have hair. Curly hair, it's the same color. Mm. But the, the completely different voices. Completely different voices, though. Who is she? That's Sally. She still looks the same. <laughs> okay, whatever. And uh, so it culminates with him crashing into a storefront that has an effigy of someone being hanged with a noose and blindfolded. I'm thinking that this dates back to the Revolutionary War and this is supposed to be an effigy of a customs agent, perhaps. So he passes out. We're thinking, well, is he dead? Is it that bleak? Does everyone die right away? And uh, no, he's just in the back of an ambulance later while Sally has been taken to where the fireworks are going to be going off. That's where this reporter is leading her. And yes, it is dark by then. So give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they met up on the subway right before dusk. and uh, It was light. It wasn't like right before dusk. I don't know. It was like noon. Could have been a long subway ride. Have you ever taken the subway in Philadelphia? Nope. But I took it it in Boston, and I I can believe what you're saying. Yeah, so they end up down by the pier where the fireworks are going to be. Travolta wakes up, plugs in his phone, or his phone, his headphones, and jumps out of the ambulance and is running on foot and trying to figure out where she is in this massive crowd is uh, pretty next to impossible. And uh, he eventually sees them on the top because she's screaming and he figures out based on... You know, he's he's a sound guy. He uses his instincts. He figures it out and sees her screaming by the top of an uh, of a building just in front of a giant American flag and the Liberty Bell. Yeah, but and, if she would be smart, she would say something. I'm next to the huge American flag. She didn't say anything. That's what I'm saying. She was, yeah, I mean, she was dumb. in the middle of being attacked, so I don't know. Collect yourself, woman. <laughs> Oh well, so so he gets up there and he sees 
him standing over her with the uh, he had an ice pick in the first one so probably something like similar and about to stab her and then he grabs his arm and stabs him Burke several times killing him pushes the body off and then you see a line across Nancy Allen's neck he's too late because that's what Burke does he strangles him first and then stabs the pattern of the Liberty Bell. And so, Bert, you know, Jack is obviously devastated. Fireworks are going off dramatically in the background in juxtaposition to the with celebration and sadness. And then we cut to the, the next scene, the final scene. Tell us what happened. What, when John Travolta is sitting in the snow? Oh, okay. There, there's, there's. <laughs> Go from where we are. Yeah. He's thinking about life, sitting on a bench, in the snow. He's listening. And listening to his to recording. The last recording of Sally. And then, he's in the studio, working on the. You just say it. the same movie that they were trying to get the screams before. And John Travolta plays the screams of the closer. of Sally getting murdered. And it's perfect. And the director is happy for the first time. And John Travolta is not happy. He's shook. He's he devastated. Himself. He probably feels terrible. Scream. Yeah. So basically he did everything for that. It's a perfect scream. He went all out to yeah. get that one sound bite. Yeah, he's in charge on the on the killing the governor. <laughs> it's his fault. He hired it everybody. All, it all came back to him. <laughs> Only for the perfect he's, scream. He's, he set up this whole thing. Yeah, and that's uh, my conclusion. <laughs> one thing that we that I I wrote this down earlier because the the director is talking about the other movies that Jack has done sound work on, and they include Bloodbath. Bloodbath 2, Bad Day at Blood Beach, and Bordello of Blood. Was <laughs> that in your IMDb? Did it say anything about Bordello of Blood? I don't know. Because in the 90s, there was a, a Tales from the Crypt movie. I like that you, you said it. It's my IMDb. It's your IMDb. I'd love to have them. Uh, Bordello of Blood was a Tales from the Crypt movie in the 90s that starred Dennis Miller and Corey Feldman about vampire prostitutes in a bordello. So I'm wondering, and I think it's a, a safe bet, that they they kind of borrowed the line from from Blowout. It's a little bit of a tribute, which I oh, thought was cool. the Black Dahlia. I like that movie. Well, that's based on a real story, you know that? Yeah, yeah. I like that movie. See, he's done many other horror movies besides Blowout. It's not that horror, <laughs> Black Dahlia. It's not. It's it's a Mission it's a impossible. it's a it's a it's a devastating murder that has never been solved in Hollywood. Still not like a horror movie. Yeah. I'm just gonna look up Bordello of Blood also, on my IMDb. Thing, a video anthology. Uh, you think this is like a horror? Bruce Springsteen. Depends. Yeah, Courtney Cox in it. Oh, that one, That's Dancing Bruce's, in the Dark. Bruce's fan. What? Dancing in the Dark. No. 
That's the video that Courtney Cox is in. It's called Bruce Springsteen Video Anthology. Yeah, an anthology is a collection of videos. She was in the... One of them. She was in the Dancing in the Dark film. I don't know. I don't know. I know. That's why I'm telling you. Okay. No, you asked me. <laughs> Body double. Scarface. Oh, you did a lot of things. Good job. Him. Yeah, but besides Carrie, I don't see like a real. All right. I think that he did. Uh, Do you have anything else to say? Another John Travolta movie? No, I'm just trying to find the Bordello Blood thing, but I don't see it. In the, I don't even see a, a place for fun facts. Okay. Did you know? Trivia. Now people are losing it. People are losing it. Okay. Well, losing us. We're losing them. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. That was a movie that is not a horror movie. Hopefully, the next one will be scary. <laughs> but guess what? Probably yes, because the next one is my list and my list. I picked horror movies on my list. Uh, so, yeah, wanted you to know that. Ah, here it is. The character played by John Travolta in the Brian De Palma film Blowout, List Bordello of Blood, is one of the movies he worked on in the past. Boom. Fun facts, recognized, repeated for the people at home. Follow Yale Matt Recap, Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, criticize us. Tell us what yes, you think. Yes, please, but only good criticism. No. That's what I like. All right, Thank bye. Thank you for listening. Bye.